Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Yesterday I told you about Francis endorsing, yet again, the wicked work of Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church. In the last couple of years, Pastor Jimmy founded a new organization called Outreach, which is meant to promote the regularization of the sins that James Martin is so very strangely focused on so strangely focused on that it is quite unbecoming of a priest. His work has not been to combat those sins in the broader culture, but rather to embrace them and try to get the church to embrace them and those who identify with them. Doing those people in the grips of those sins quite a, a disservice on a spiritual level, to put it rather mildly. Pastor Jimmy had a huge conference this past weekend for that organization, with numerous priests giving talks, and in the days leading up to the conference, Francis sent a handwritten letter endorsing James Martin's work. That's not a new thing, as I reminded you yesterday. Francis did the same thing in 2022, and I remember the shock that story produced when I reported on that story at the time. Now we have the news that Francis has doubled down again. Francis wasn't satisfied with merely writing a handwritten letter of encouragement to James Martin for his work. No, he actually sent a message to the conference itself. Now that's scandalous. I'll remind you, Outreach is part of James Martin's bridge-building campaign that has focused so much on promoting the idea that the church got the question wrong on the sins of the flesh, that scripture, inerrant scripture, is wrong on the issue, that St. Paul was wrong on the issue, and that the church is so lucky to now have the likes of New Ways Ministry, Outreach, the Association of U.S. Catholic Priests, and James Martin to correct the errors of the Bible and of the Catholic Church. That's the most brutally honest way I can describe their work for you. And we turn to the National Catholic Reporter for the, for the story where they, where they sort of give us a picture of what this article or what this letter looks like. Now, a quick note about why I use outlets like this. The National Catholic Reporter is a notoriously heretical news outlet that the U.S. bishops have repeatedly told to stop using the word Catholic in their name and mission statement since they have no official endorsement from the U.S. bishops, and because the National Catholic Reporter rejects the authority of the Church and challenges the inerrant teachings of the faith on numerous issues, usually having to do with the flesh. Now, I use outlets like this because their target audience are really two kinds of people. The first is their own like-minded supporters, and then second, those Catholics who lean in their direction. With those groups, they're going to be much more honest in their reporting on these issues and in the opinions they express, compared to some outlets that are more mainstream and will be because many of them are on the same team as the National Catholic Reporter. They're just a lot more subtle about it than the reporter is. So let's quickly take a look at this picture of the handwritten letter. Good luck making out anything it says on it. Francis's handwriting isn't exactly great, but as it reported yesterday, Pastor Jimmy Martin let us all know what it says. But there it is, proudly shown off by the National Catholic Reporter. For our main story, though, we really turn to Pastor Jimmy Martin himself, who discreetly retweeted a message from one of the presenters at his outreach conference this past weekend that Francis spoke on the phone personally with the presenter, who passed on his blessing to the participants of the conference. Wonderful. I mean, truly it is, right? Not because Francis blessing this conference is a good thing, because it's not at all a good thing, but because we can take a small measure of hope in his brazenness and in his audacity in promoting heresy, and especially this weird flesh heresy that we're dealing with in the church now. Francis is just out there 
saying that he supports the work of Pastor Jimmy Martin, and he wants as many people to know about it. He wants everyone at that wicked conference where they air their grievances against the faith and against the teachings of the faith that he, meaning Francis, supports the work that they're doing. The work of outreach is aimed at changing the unchangeable moral teachings of the faith. The cost in this is not only souls, which is bad enough, but worse. The church surrenders her moral authority and claims to be safeguards of the truth whenever there is serious talk of changing the teachings of the faith. You can't have any real claim to the church having the authority given to it by God if then the church can change what God teaches. You cannot claim that the faith is inerrant or that the church speaks for God when you consistently attack scripture, sacred tradition, the law of God, and in general, basic decency, all in the name of feelings, because that's what we're talking about here. When you read some of these tweets from Jimmy's weekend conference, you see that this was just when one big airing of grievances session against the church, promoted by a Catholic priest at a Catholic university with greetings sent to it by Francis and Cardinal Timothy Dolan. This is scandal building on top of scandal, and yet here we are, once again talking about Francis undermining the faith and the work of his Jesuit helpers. Now, I want to contrast this with something else entirely. When we talk about the ape of the church, we should contrast it with what a Catholic response to the issue is. So we know we stay rooted in the faith, of course, and for also a more positive thing. On June 14th, a Mass in union with the secular liturgical celebration for the month of June was held at Trinity Parish in Washington, D.C. That's the home parish of the president, by the way. This celebration was in defiance of the month of the Sacred Heart. It came and went in the new cycle with little fanfare, as did the following message from Archbishop Vigano for the day. It's short but relevant to our discussion here of Francis endorsing James Martin's work and the use of the faith and her property to try to undermine the church. Here's Archbishop Vigano in his own words addressing the sacrilegious mass being offered in the nation's capital. Quote, Concerning the mass to be celebrated today at Holy Trinity Parish in Washington, D.C. Today at Holy Trinity Parish, run by the Jesuits of Georgetown University in the Archdiocese of Washington, a mass will be celebrated for Catholic activists of the James Martin movement. For years, ever since he was Archbishop of Atlanta, Wilton Daniel Gregory, has been abusing his power to promote the James Martin program, much to the scandal of the Catholic faithful. His monomaniacal fixation on the sin against the law of God earned him the sacred purple, meaning the cardinalate, an appointment to the see of Washington, D.C., a worthy heir to McCarrick and Whirl, thus confirming that betrayal of Christ's teaching is regarded in Bergoglio's Vatican as a prerequisite for an ecclesiastical career. It is not surprisingly that Cardinal Gregory is a follower of James Martin S.J., whose recent sacrilegious remarks on devotion to the Sacred Heart have aroused indignation in the ecclesial body and prompted the organization of a repertory procession on June 16th at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. It brings me great sorrow to learn that the clergy of the Archdiocese of Washington prefer to remain slavishly silent to this umpteenth sacrilege in which the holy sacrifice is sacrilegiously used as a propaganda tool for a sin that cries out to vengeance before God. While the souls of so many poor sinners are confirmed in vice, but even greater is the pain of seeing the most blessed sacrament profaned. During the octave of Corpus Christi and two days before the feast of the most sacred heart of Jesus, by admitting to communion people whom 
pastors should instead admonish and direct towards a path of true conversion and fidelity to God's will. Pastors led astray by the flesh heresy should remember that when they stand before the throne of God to be judged, they will have to give an account to our Lord for the souls who, because of them, have been condemned for eternity. Souls for whom he shed his own blood on the cross. By confirming these poor souls in mortal sin, they have usurped the authority of Christ and the authority of the church for a purpose opposite to that which Christian charity demands, demonstrating thereby their own moral corruption, along with that of those who let them act undisturbed to scatter the flock entrusted to them. I therefore unite myself spiritually with the Holy Rosary of Reparation that has been organized in front of Holy Trinity Parish in the hope that this praiseworthy initiative may obtain forgiveness from our Lord for the betrayal of his ministers, conversion for the souls led astray by these false shepherds, and atonement for the disrespect and sacrilege committed. In this bleak landscape of apostasy and rebellion against God's commandments and the natural law, the aversion to Christ's truth by these unfaithful priests should bring home to Catholics the gravity of the situation of the church in the United States of America, moving them to prayer, fasting, and penance, that the divine majesty may grant his church holy shepherds inflamed with love for the Lord and for souls, and remove the servants of the Antichrist from the sacred precincts. Signed, Carlo Maria Vigano, Archbishop, on June 14th, 2023. And that is a Catholic response. It is focused on sorrow for the harm done to souls and to the church and to the offense given to Almighty God. Note that there is little concern for the feelings of those who want their sins made okay. Imagine our Lord telling the unrepentant thief on the cross that he would join him in heaven too because of dialogue and accompaniment and going out to the peripheries and fifis and other such nonsense. No, he didn't do that. Instead, he welcomed the repentant thief to heaven that day with him because the repentant thief repented. He was the role model of last-minute repentance and baptism of desire. Contrast those truths with the nonsense peddled out of Rome these days and the evil promoted by Pastor Jimmy in the name of compassion, and you'll see the distinction between the Catholic Church and the ape of the Church made absolutely clear. But what do you think of this? Are you surprised that Francis continues to endorse this work? Do we need more short messages from Vigano to encourage the faithful? Let me know in the comments, please, and uh, like and subscribe if you haven't. It certainly does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.